Voluntary Input is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Well, 2020 still is not over and neither is the COVID crisis and any number of things you want to name. And you may find yourself running out of things to watch. Well, hopefully tonight we can give you some ideas. Welcome to the special edition of Voluntary Input. So I find myself sitting around trying to think of something to watch, something to read. I feel like I've exhausted all my shows. And and often I see you guys saying, man, what else is there left to watch? I've reached the end of Netflix. Well, tonight I have a very special guest who can hopefully help us through some of that. Good friend of the show, author, uh, science fiction lover, horror lover, Miss Lola Laracy. Thank you. Hello, Lola. How's it going? Good, good. Thank you for joining me. Like I was saying, I often struggle with finding things to watch. Mm. But before we get started, have you been watching any of the uh, conventions? I watched all of the Democratic convention. As I would say, my my letters are showing. I watched (laughs) all of the Democratic convention. I watched about 10 minutes of the Republican. I was like, I watched all the Democrat. I watched all of that from the Republicans last night. Not watched tonight too. I, I try to watch everything, but Mm -hmm. to me, there's something more significant than both of them. Mm -hmm. Did you know there's an asteroid heading this way? You know, I saw that, and it had the incendiary um, title. You know, asteroid coming our way. (laughs) Blah blah blah. And I clicked on the article. I, I finally learned after all these years. Click on the article. Before I tweet it out or whatever, because someone will come back and say, well, if you read the article, da, 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 and I'll have to punch them in the face. And I'm trying to avoid that. So especially since it's hard to punch someone in the face when they're on the Internet. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, you have to really do it to get them to feel it. But anyway, so I read the article and it said, no, it's not really going to come. It's, you know, so it, the article well, they said it could come, but really? it's the size of a refrigerator. So it would more than likely burn up anyway. It's like uh, a 0.41% chance that it would even hit anything. I felt that was like kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, see, it's like, don't tease me. I mean, because if we're going down, we're going down in a blaze of glory. Exactly. Bring the asteroid. Bring it. Let's do it. Deep impact. All of it. Let's just stand on the beach like Tia Leone and let the waves come. Just put your hands up and... <laughs> I'm okay. You know, it would be nice to be able to vote first and, you know. So. Well, you got to mail in your ballot. Oh, wait, we can't do that. <laughs> we can't do that. We have to we have to walk it to the freaking election place and put it in there and hope that Sally May mm. doesn't steal it because she knows you're a Democrat. Oh, my gosh. Oh Sally my gosh. May, she always does that. Well, like I said, I thank you. Thank you, Lola, for joining me tonight and hopefully give me some ideas about some stuff to watch. The last good thing I watched um, – was a, sh- a movie that was suggested to me called the um, 
I'm I'm going to I'm going to draw a blank. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who was the uh the Mandela effect? Have you seen that? I yes, don't think so, but I've heard of the effect, but I don't think I've seen a movie based on it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's exactly what you think. It's kind of it's kind of like the Matrix in a way. Okay. But that Mandela effect is, you know, you start having memories of things that technically weren't true, but come to find out, yeah, they probably were true because there's we're all part of a simulation, mm-hmm. and you can break the simulation, mm-hmm. but. If you get a chance, check it out. It's on Amazon or, Prime. So. Or my theory about Mandela, I mean, I didn't come up with this. Someone else came up with it, is that you passed into another Earth and didn't realize it. You're just walking one day and you're like, snap, I'm in a different dimension. But you didn't know it because it was close enough. It's like Flashpoint or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, snap. I don't live on Monsoon Boulevard anymore. I live on Hurricane Avenue. Oh, oh it was crazy little things like he was watching Looney Tunes and he uh-huh. noticed Tunes was once spelled T-O-O-N-S. Uh-huh. And then he was watching it with his daughter and then it was T-U-N-E-S. Well, that's one of those Mandela things I had because I, I thought it was T-U-N-E-S, but it's really <laughs> T-O-O-N-S, right? I can't even remember while I'm watching. I'm like, I don't wait know. a minute. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. And then you start to question what's real and what's not. And you know, Elon Musk believes that we are living in a simulation, right? Elon Musk is a kooky duke. He also believes that aliens built the pyramids. And He's in- <laughs> Egypt I, invited him to the country to show him how it was done. <laughs> I, I had a um, heated discussion with people once because they were all Elon Musk. And I was like, he's a wackadoodle. No, because he, he he tweeted stuff like, um, what was it? Oh, what did he tweet? Some kind of like, not QAnon, but something like that. One of those. You have a lot to choose from. I mean, I like him. I think he's Mm -hmm. a genius, but yeah, he's a little crazy. He's a wackadoodle. And I told them, do you ever watch Doctor Who? No, I don't. My daughter loves it, though. Well, your daughter might know this, but there is the face of Bo, Mm -hmm. the last last human, I think, ever, or the last being ever, Mm -hmm. is the face of Bo. And I think Elon Musk is going to be the face of Bo. That's one of the reasons why I get the willies whenever I hear people talk about him. Because I'm like, he's going to outlive all of us. Well, if him and Jeff Bezos have their way, they're going to leave the earth anyway. That's true. And hey, so, that's fine. They yeah. can go. So No problem. As long as I still get my Amazon packages sort of timely <laughs> manner, I'm okay. Me too. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Now, before we get into some of your picks, there's one other thing I have to ask you about. Okay. What happened with you and William Shatner? Well, you know, we were hanging out one day (laughs) and I said, can I ride the horse? And he said, no. Oh, I was horse. I know. I just wanted to ride the horse. And he said, no. And I said, well, go back to Montreal. And he said, no, I've lived here longer than you've been alive. And I said, you're not my daddy. And he said, I'm not. And I said, can you be my daddy? (laughs) That's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. But I always liked William Shatner. And I always knew he had a a reputation as being a jerk, like a first class jerk. I always knew that. But I always wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. Because, you know, I grew up with him. He's Captain Kirk. I grew up with him. But, um. 
So I would always kind of like brush it off when people say he was a jerk. I was like, well, he does a lot for charity. So I use that rationale, you know, to explain me still liking him. Um, But so what happened was he started trending on Twitter, which is never a good sign for anybody. Mm. And I looked to see what was going on. And he was taking umbrage at someone calling him CIS, cis, cisgender, which means not a transsexual. Oh, so offended. They said you weren't a transsexual. What? Okay. Um, and he was like, but going, he's not, right? He's not. But he didn't like being called cis, C-I-S, because the person who called it to him was, it was in a derogatory manner. Like you old white cis male. Oh, okay. Which, oh, you know. Not, yeah. It's just a fact. Yeah, they said it snottily, but it's still a fact. I mean, is he going to say he's offended by old? The man's 90. Is he going to say he's offended by white? He's white. <laughs> so why would you be offended by one descriptor and not the other two? It's just a descriptor. It means nothing. Well, it means a lot to the people who use it, but it still means it should mean nothing to him. And he went around. I mean, he was tweeting back at people and saying he should have the right to be called what he wants. Other people could say what he wants. Hmm. Uh, you know, other people are allowed to choose their descriptions and everything. All right. And I always said I wanted to help him because he's a 90 year old man. And, you know, you want to help old people. It's just a natural tendency. And I wanted to help him because I knew he was about to get his ass canceled. (laughs) I was trying to help him. And I was so gentle. I said, Mr. Shatner, my mother and I have, you know, we're fans of you. Um, While I was growing up, we used to watch T.J. Hooker. Mm. And I didn't laugh when I said it, but sometimes I still laugh when I say it. and, you know, we watched the Star Trek movies. And I said, um... I saw you said something about, I love you, you you've always been one of my favorites or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so I tried to butter it up, make it sweet, make it nice. Um, but I said, I see that you feel strongly about this, but I'm not sure the battle is worth fighting if it's going to hurt people. And that's right. all I said. And then I went back to see what was going on with his, you know, temper tantrum. And it said blocked. Because of that. Well, he was blocking everybody at that point. So he may not even seen what I said. He was blocking everybody who responded, basically. He probably got some people who were on his side, which makes me laugh. I feel like, and I've caught myself in this too, on social media. Sometimes you get so caught up in a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then you you get so in tune to defending yourself and yeah. proving you're right. And then you get worked up. And then the next thing you know, the conversation doesn't even fit the original topic anymore. <laughs> it's gone off the rails it's so gone much. Gone off the rails. And that's exactly what happened because people <sighs> are coming at me like, well, why does it hurt people? You know, why, why does this hurt people? And why this and why that? And I'm sitting here trying to, you know, defend my friends because I have a lot of friends who are transsexual. So I'm trying to defend them. And it's just like, why am I, why am I arguing with these trolls? Why? It, it, it just, it took, it just totally took me off guard because all I saw at first was your tweet that said, y'all, I got blocked by William Shatner. Like, what did you do to William Shatter to get blocked? Because I don't know a lot about the guy. I mean, I know he has uh, horse 
he has a house down in Kentucky and some horses. Oh, and I didn't know that. He was on uh, some HGTV show once a couple years back and just seemed like, you know, laid back kind of guy, whatever. And I mean, it's William Shatner. He's not. I mean, back. whatever. I mean, so for me, it was like you got blocked by William Shatner. I mean, what could you possibly? You should look at the thread. You should try to find well, the thread. Well, I did. He was, I, I tried he to did. read what was going on. And I know he supports a... um What's the foundation for is oh, that autism? Um, autism? Yeah, speaks, autism yeah. speaks, and people were going at him about you need to look at the people who are behind it, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know. When it comes to charities, sometimes it's hard to blame people who support the charity for mistakes that people who are behind the charity. You know what I mean? Because first of all, none of us are perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean. We all have biases and stupidities. So, <laughs> oh, well, I just well, I wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, it made me so mad. And it's like, you know, I, I finally got, you know, to sort of interact with somebody who I always liked my whole life. And I get blocked. It's like having the door slammed in the face. Uh, well, I'm sorry about that. It's all right. I'll get over it eventually. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to know. I always liked George Takei better, anyways. Did you? Yeah, He's and been they, on. they don't like each we other. have we have two little foster daughters, and uh, they watch a cartoon called Bubble Guppies. Oh. And George is in an episode of Bubble Guppies. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That's adorable. <laughs> he plays Major Bummer. He was a uh, this alien robot who went around the universe taking away all the music and they had to stop him. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> it was hilarious. Well, speaking of TV shows to watch, he was in a TV show called The Terror. Did you mm -hmm. watch that? I remember that, yeah. That was pretty good. It wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to no. be. It was a lot different, but I still liked it. Right. Well, let's start off with uh, a book that you okay. recommended here. Uh, now I have to admit, I'm not quite sure I'm familiar with who this is, but I, there was something that struck out to me, but go ahead, go ahead and explain if you could, please. I never read any of his books before, but I've heard about him because he apparently took over the wheel of time when um, Robert Jordan died. So um, I'd heard of him because of that. And so I think um, I just happened to see this and I was like, all right, well, let's check this out. And it's the first in a series. I always try with, to start with the first in a series so I don't get so mm -hmm. confused. And I like it. It reminds me of the Pern books, but without dragons, but with sky fighters. Gotcha. Yeah, because it, it's a young girl and she has a destiny and everyone tries to push her down and she's the outcast and she has to learn to kind of survive on her own out in the you know, the, the opening open and, you know, no, no one will help her and she's crappy and she pulls herself up by her bootstraps. And right. then finally fortune shines upon her and she gets to do what she was always meant to do. And she blossoms. Awesome. So for some reason, I like that theme. Well, I'm what, still waiting to blossom. I haven't blossomed <laughs> yet. I think you've bloomed. I um, fell off. The least what, what stuck out to me is this word, the krell. I swear yeah. I've heard that. That that actually is a Marvel thing, or it's Kroll. I think Kroll is Marvel. It reminds me of, of Marvel. 
when I hear I swear, it. Yeah, there was an alien race and something else, and they were called Krill. You might be thinking of Marvel, like Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. Maybe that's it. Because that's what sure. I thought about. Um, I think this is spelled a little differently, but it took me off guard for a second, too. I was like, is this a Marvel book? Because it's the same kind of thing, you know, evil alien race is trying to destroy humanity. Right. I don't know. When I saw that, I, like I said, I don't know. It just it stuck out in my mind. I, it's going to drive me crazy. Maybe someone out there knows um, that maybe that is another, that name appears somewhere else. But I don't know. <laughs> but this sounds really good. It is. It's very well written, I think. I really feel the character. Like, I feel like I'm there with her. It's first person, which helps you really mm -hmm. feel her perspective. But I, I feel, you know, how she feels. And, you know, I'm right there with her going, how dare they be mean to you? They're so mean. These people, they, they deserve what they get. Mm. Well, and, you know, plus being a female yourself. You know, you know what I found that's kind of shocking to me is yeah. that even in 2020, there are still people who kind of, there's still guys, let's be honest, who still have this, oh, she's a girl mentality. Um, and I'm like, are, aren't we beyond that by now? I or hope so. But we're not. Um, I, I've seen like female streamers on Twitch. I mean, these girls, especially with these young people, Lola, these kids are amazing. Wow. And when I hear guys are like, I, I've seen guys like give thumbs down just because it's a girl or make snide yeah. comments. And I'm like, do you see this rig this girl put together? Yeah, and do you can see they how do she's that? kicking butt in this game? They can't it's like do she's that. She's running circles around you intellectually, but you still want to say this, but she's a girl kind of stuff? I don't know. Because that's that all might. they can do. That's all I they guess. can do. Yeah, they can't actually beat her, so they just talk her down. Right. So that's my uh, that's my soapbox speech. There's for the a night. word for those people. Incels. Incels. Uh, you know what that stands for? No, go ahead. Involuntary celibates. <laughs> <laughs> no one will have sex with them. And they've named themselves that. I'm like, <sighs> okay, I wouldn't be proud of it, but whatever. Oh, my goodness. That's what they are. <laughs> no so woman will want them. All right, so next we're going to move on to an Amazon Prime show. Now, I have to admit, I have Prime, and I am horrible at remembering that I have the streaming service. So and they've much got good so stuff. much good stuff. And you've recommended this blood. So good. Um, it's, it's, like, it's more of a thriller. And mm -hmm. I, I, I like those if they're really well done. They have to be really well right. done. And this is, this is very tense and taut. And like, I'm totally on her side and I'm going to be pissed if it turns out that she is the bad person. I'm totally pissed. <laughs> but I'm totally on her side. They're Irish, so they got that neat Irish brogue, you know. And right. It, it involves the death of her mother. And so it all centers around. They're having the wake and they're about to have the funeral. And it's like, what really happened to mother? It's, it's that kind of thing. I've seen the advertisements for this. And oh, really? I still just haven't. Like I said, I'm, I've been a horrible, horrible fan of things lately. Well, I'm only on episode three. I just started watching today. Like I said, people kept calling me. 
Oh, they kept mm. having to hit pause, and I'm like, really? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm watching this good show. But I love the way she looks. She's got that, you know, that Celtic look with the red hair and everything. Right. I just love it. And they all, I guess it's another type of theme, you know, that, that I relate to. Everyone thinks she's crazy. Um, mm. And they totally <laughs> discount her. They think she's people think you're crazy, Lola. Yeah, well, (laughs) crazy in a good way. Yeah, crazy in a good way, Um, in a fun way. But they think she's crazy, not in a fun way. They they actually say, "Stop being histrionic. You're mad. Mm. Get out of my house. Don't ever come back here again. You're not part of this family anymore." Things like that. And that was just like the first two episodes. So yeah, everyone's told her she's crazy, but she really has seen things. And it's, it's a thriller, so not paranormal or supernatural or anything. She's seen violent tendencies in certain people that no one else sees because all they see is the face that the person puts on. But she's like, I've seen it. You haven't seen that side of him. Oh, they're not like ghosts she's seen? No, just, no. No, it's, it's, it's real human world. Human behavior. Yeah, okay. it's just human behavior. It's real world. It's more of a – it's like um, – mystery type thriller right. you know yeah. kind of like broad church except for there are no police officers in fact the police are useless hmm. utterly and absolutely useless and there's only one police officer and he's useless um <laughs> yeah he's totally useless she she tries to tell him and he's like well aren't you a cute girl oh, why don't you go on home see? to your poppy mm-hmm. see there it is again I know. She's just a girl. Right. Small town. You know, they even say they're in a small town and people, you know, they don't want to admit secrets. They keep their secrets. And there are a lot of secrets in this town. Oh, my goodness. So well, that good. looks really good. I'm going to have to check that out. And I'll put that on my must watch list. And then let's see. Oh, this actually looks really intriguing as well. This, uh, what is it? Monsters? I really like it. Yeah, it's like a low-budget science fiction thing, and it's set in Mexico. I, I'm guessing it's filmed in Mexico. It's hard for me to tell, but it looks like Mexico. Um, and it's about a girl. She's Her father's like a big-time publisher, like Robert Murdoch-type person, mm-hmm. but she's kind of gone down south of the border to live with the people. You know, her Spanish is really good. So she's just hanging out, just you know, being a person down in Mexico. Right. And this kind of happens off camera. When we start, this has already happened. Aliens land in Mexico. And so they have what they call the infected zone, which is just all full of aliens. And she's trying, um, her father sent one of his photojournalists to get her, which I don't know why you'd send a photojournalist, but whatever. Um, (laughs) Well, to document it along the way. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. Oh, he did say the the photojournalist says at one point um, he gets fifty thousand dollars for a picture of a dead child, oh. and not, nothing for a picture of a happy child. So, oh, yeah. So that's why he's there. Although he's a nice guy, he is taking pictures of happy children. But his point is, he doesn't get paid for them. Right. So he's there, you know, to save her. And she wasn't going to go, but then it becomes quite apparent that shit's going down. Is it okay that I said that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, We're yeah, all shit's going here. down. We're all adults. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm somewhat of an adult. But yeah, shit's going down, so she's trying to get out. And um, he, of course, he ends up having feelings for her. 
what else is new. And right. he's mad because she's engaged to someone she doesn't want to be engaged with, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just about, it's it's kind of a gritty type, you know, sci-fi movie. It's, it's more about characters than the actual sci-fi part. But mm-hmm. I mean, for a low budget sci-fi movie, it's it's passable. It's good. It's a good way to spend your time if you don't know what else to watch. Ringing and it's on TV, which is one of my cord cutting recommendations that I brought I up some time ago. Um, it's a good channel. Mm-hmm. I'm a, whenever I want some kind of sci-fi, you know, like turn your mind off and just watch some sci-fi, I go to Tubi. Right, right. It's got they got some good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right, let's see what else we got here, Miss Lola. What, what do we got next in line? Uh, let's see. We did blood. What else did you recommend here? Oh, this. Um, oh, horror movie. I like this. I think this is good. Yeah. The funny thing is, I'd always heard the name Bella Thorne, but I didn't know who she was. And so I'm uh-huh. watching this. I'm like, she's pretty. I like her. Um, I still see you. It's on, I think, did I say Amazon? I don't remember. Yeah, it's on Prime. Yeah, it's on Prime. Um, and it's a ghost story type horror thing, but it's a little bit different. Um, there was a, like some kind of explosion. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was so severe that it decimated Chicago. Mm-hmm. And she's about 50 miles away from Chicago. And the people in the city were instantly killed, but their essence remained. And so for a small amount of time every day, you see the person in like their home or whatever doing something they would normally do, like eating cereal or something, but it's only for a little bit of time. Hmm. So even though your spouse is dead, you still see her sleeping in the bed for like two minutes every day. And so, and as everyone's like trying to get used to it, it's this is 10 years after it happened. Right. So everyone's kind of used to it. And like, oh, Dermot Mulroney, I think that's him. He's He plays her teacher. And he's like teaching on it, and she's like, "But, but, but, what if it's what if it's worse than we think? What if it's changing?" And he's all like, "Don't be silly, silly girl. Don't be a silly girl. It's not changing." And she's all like, "But, but, things are happening, and it's getting worse. So we see what's happening. It is evolving, but only she knows it right now." Right. <laughs> is that? That sounds like one of those little give you creeps kind of chillers. It's very creepy. Yeah. yeah. When you see like the ghost and you know, they're just like eating their cereal and then all of a sudden they evaporate. Oh, so and I like I, stuff like that. I do too. It's very spooky. It's not like overt horror, you know, there's right. not really blood or anything. It's just spooky. It kind of gives you the chills. It's good for Halloween. Well, it's that time of year, you know, September is right around the corner, which means, Halloween is right around the corner, too. Which means my birthday is right around the corner. Well, happy birthday. You'll finally be 21. Exactly. So we'll- <laughs> so I'll start drinking ahead of time since I'm almost there. So, some of, you know, I always like to bring up some of my favorite Halloween, you know, horror. I always call them classics because I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I hate to sound like that grumpy old man who always says, you know, they don't make them like they used to. It's true. But you know, so, so for example, I'll I'll share some of my. Here's one of my old time favorites, and uh, you'll notice a theme here. I kind of have an addiction to to John Carpenter. I always did. Uh, the I mean, thing the guy, is one of the best in the world. The thing. 
Well, that's not what I was actually talking about. Uh, I was talking about, but we'll get to the thing. Okay. Oh, hold on a second. We got an we got an ad. Yeah, I like right John here. Carpenter. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was talking about the the Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Okay. This was one of my favorite John Carpenter movies. Came out in 1987, um, and it was basically it was almost centered around time travel and this church and these these scientists that were sent here to fi figure out there was this tube of liquid and were sent to figure out what was it what was in this this strange liquid and every time they were there in this church they would all like this guy they would have these strange visions and and they they would get these messages from that person who turned out to be from the future and what it boiled down to and it, it kind of touches on some religion was basically that Jesus was a mathematician Ooh. and he encased in this giant cell of liquid Interesting. and you kind of had to know the, the, the mathematical equation to get him out Ooh. but overall it's just one of those nice creepy scary kind of halloween movies Sounds it's great. one of my favorites and I, I i watch it often still <laughs> I, I you know i remember the name but i don't think i ever saw it yeah it's one of those ones I, a lot of people don't seem to know it yeah. but it was one of his best in my opinion it's called the prince Sounds of darkness very interesting what is it on is it streaming anywhere ah uh, honestly i don't know i'm I, Bad, I can check into it though. Yeah, Bad. I should have. <laughs> you see, I put links in all mine. Eh, well, you can go to IMDb. They'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, IMDb. Well, every once in a while they get it wrong. There was something I was looking for. I can't remember what, but it said it was on Amazon Prime. And when I went to Amazon Prime, it was not there. Ooh, see, I've never had mad. that. That's uh, very mad. This may be. Uh, I don't know. You may have to buy it. You may have to like order it like a DVD or whatnot. Well, I got some money left on Apple and Google play. I do the, um, the thing where they send you surveys and you earn money. I've got oh, like yeah, $15. Mm -hmm. yeah. I got like $15 on Google so I, I can get it. I'm rolling I, I in that it. as well. I, I, that's how I tend to buy apps. So I used to do this mm -hmm. thing They're where smart. I would only install apps that were free. And then I'm like, why am I being such a cheapskate? You know, developers, they, they need they, money. They too. have to eat too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Give them two bucks. I mean, I'm not going to spend know, right? $50, but two bucks, give them two bucks. If it's something well, I like, they, I will. They started doing play rewards and I was like, bonus, you know, yeah. so I can, I can just use that to pay for stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you never had, you never paid oh. for it. <laughs> So, speaking of John Carpenter's The Thing, yeah, that's that, that will always be one of my favorite, favorite oh movies. God, now, I have a friend that every every year in the wintertime, we get together and watch this. Because, you know, it's mm -hmm. set in the dead of winter. In, like, and the Arctic group, Circle or group, something, I think? Yeah, a group of scientists. And they, they get trapped with this creature well what actually what happened was there's a group of scientists before them some norwegians had yeah. dug up this giant spaceship Dang, and what they didn't know <laughs> was encased in it was frozen blood from this creature and all it takes is a drop and it starts to assimilate and take on and mimic 
whatever creature that it's in and it starts off in the dogs and then it slowly starts jumping the person to person and you can't tell who it is not once he's finished once it's finished completing yeah you can't tell so they they kind of figure it out well if we can catch it just in time we'll, we can stop it but the problem is the blood could move too ah. so <laughs> great great movie and if you kurt want to get russell scared. being super cool as kurt One russell of kurt russell's is. best i know <laughs> he's got the long hair and he's all like gotta find and the he, thing and he's just so cool in it <laughs> I know. i'm like you go i'm surprised the ice didn't melt around him because he's so hot <laughs> Smelt the ice all around him. Sizzle. <laughs> I love Kurt Russell. And, you know, it's still one of my favorite movies of Such his. Such a great movie. Big Trouble in Little Trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that, that movie. Absolutely classic. Movie. Yeah. Classic, classic That's movie. <laughs> one of the best. It's so awesome. Be sure to catch Voluntary Input. Life every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, DLive, and follow on Facebook to be sure to catch live airings and to view past episodes. And, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or if you would like to be a guest on Voluntary Input, we would love to hear from you. Please email voluntaryinput at gmail.com. That's voluntaryinput at gmail.com. And now, back to our show. And then I have one more. This one's kind of a a Halloween sleeper. Okay. And ironically, it has the name Halloween in it. Oh. So we everyone remembers the first Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. Then there was Halloween 2. What a lot of people don't remember, because it absolutely flopped, was there was a Halloween 3. And it was called Season of the Witch. I don't remember that. Now, the reason why it flopped, and I still say to the day, this day, is because it was mistitled. Okay. It should have never been part of the Halloween franchise. Yeah. Because this movie, it basically stands on its own. Okay. And it's about this company called Silver Shamrock, who comes up with this plan that they're, they were going to put these little devices inside of children's masks. And at a certain time during Halloween, mm -hmm. they would play a commercial with a little tune that would basically launch mayhem. Oh and God. this company, so Shamrock, they were witches. That's why it was called Season of the That's Witch. That's interesting. And what, what was crazy was they brought these people here to tour the factory. And one guy figured out what was going on. So the race was on to stop them from continuing to mass produce and sell these masks to children because that was what it was all about was getting them into the hands of the kids so they can get them in the homes and so the witches could basically slaughter everybody <laughs> so that has nothing to do with jason and that's why it flopped or no jason's because... probably the 13th which one is michael is Halloween? no mike myers i'm sorry mike, mike. Yeah. i forget so mike myers is halloween right so it right. has nothing to do with mike myers absolutely nothing to do with it and that's why i said well if they hadn't have included the name Halloween in it, this would have done a lot better because it is a great horror movie with a great plot. But if you have to it's not a slasher movie, it doesn't sound like. Not really. Yeah. It's twisted horror is what it really is. 
Well, I figured out a way to get it trending on Twitter. Just hashtag it. No, well, I mean that too. But um, you said that that they um, they Im they implanted something in the masks. That little shamrock emblem, yeah. So just you know, hashtag implanted masks, and then maybe a little <laughs> COVID nineteen thing or something. And get that, and all the conser you know, all the the conspiracy people will retweet it without even looking at it, and it'll be trending. It'll be trending before you know it. Implant masks. That's all you need. I, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you make up an account, a dummy account, to do it. There we go. That's what I'll do. I'll create something fake, a fake account, and then say, "This is what masks are all about." Yep. <laughs> Hashtag Q conspiracy. <laughs> Implants, masks, children, libs, Democrats. Oh my uh, gosh. You want to hear a story? Absolutely. Tell us a story, Lola. All right. So it's, it's story time with Lola, folks. There's this lady I visit. She's in her 80s. I've been visiting her for 10 years. And oh my God, she is like conservative. She she takes the whole line, sinker. She takes it all, just mm. whoosh. And so, you know, she's kind of learned not to really talk about it with me because I just sit there and kind of look at her while she's talking. Mm. But so Saturday, um, she said, "Are you gonna take? Are you gonna take that um, that that vaccine if they come out with it?" And I said, "Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it." And she said, "Well, you know, they're gonna use it to track you." And I said, no, they're not. No, I know what that's about. I said, no, they're not. And she said, yes, they are. That Bob or Bill, whatever his name is, that Bill. Bill Gates. She's talking about Bill Gates, yeah. yeah. That Bill, he's going to use it to track us. I said, they're not going to track you with a shot. First of all, it's liquid. And that would be too expensive. They're not going to spend that kind of money. And they're just not going to do it. Why did he say what he said is the problem. What? That's one of those things. So, and I think it, it was more or less of a theory of his was, you know, because Bill Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they're always looking for ways to eradicate disease and whatnot. And he was talking about an implant that could, given any... Uh, global pandemic or epidemic or whatever, it could release whatever was needed to eradicate uh -oh. it. And it would be an implant. I wouldn't do it either. But he, <sighs> poor timing on his part to even yeah. talk about it. And he <laughs> like, you know, yeah, and he's probably not thinking, he's not thinking in this grand conspiracy manner. He's probably honestly just thinking what would be the best thing for people. Well, he thinks like a nerd. Yeah. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, often, oftentimes, the solution is more important than how people feel. Yeah. So, for example, this is something that um, our friend Mark from Facebook, <laughs> how he gets this all the time where it's, oh, well, people are complaining about the content. Okay, let's write this algorithm that fixes it problem solved it's like well 
Mr. Zuckerberg, you didn't think about all the other unintended consequences. And the problem with guys like that is once you bring up the unintended consequences, they're like, well, what's the problem? This is what you wanted. Because everything is, it's ones and zeros. It's It's all binary. Yeah, it's all binary. So, so for Bill Gates, it was, oh, I got the solution. Here it is. Well, there's a lot of ramifications to that idea. <laughs> We're Americans. We would never let anyone put some kind of implant in us. We would never go. I most certainly wouldn't. As I, much as I love technology, I'm not going to have it in my life. If That's, it's Windows, think about it. It's going to crash. <laughs> what about zero day? Think about all the zero day attacks. I mean, what is my skin going to turn blue? Um, what's going to happen? Are my eyes going to melt? Don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep as we finish these updates. Exactly. I failed to boot the next morning and they try to get up. You know, they're like, F1, F1. And I'm just not booting. So they have to So they have to wipe out my memory and put Linux, which is fine. I like Linux, but I found out that Zoom doesn't totally do everything on Linux that I want it to. So I won't be able to run Zoom on myself anymore. I mean, talk about unintended consequences. Right. And I think a lot of us are, you know, we're guilty of that from time to time. I mean, you could tweet something, say, at a famous old actor, and then the unintended consequences, you get blocked. I know. And you end up (laughs) sucked into this Twitter war for hours. Mm -hmm. I I don't know these people. I don't, I shouldn't have to explain myself to them. I don't know why I always feel like I have to defend myself. Or I guess I feel like I'm trying to set some record straight and, like they're gonna say, "Oh, you're right." I'm gonna say I'm right. Yeah, you were just trying to help a guy out. I was well, to help a man. I didn't want him to get canceled. <sighs> That's what I get. There's a term I wish we could stop saying. Canceled. Canceled. Well, I'm I'm sick of hearing that one. That one yeah. and uh, radical. Oh my. Yeah, I'm tired. Radical left. Radical right. Radical. It's not a radical. But word back in my day, radical meant. Absolutely cool. Rad, man. Yeah. Dude, that trick was radical. It was rad. Yeah. <laughs> now it just means people don't like you. You're radical. People, people don't like you. Do not like you. Well, since we talked about some scary movies and some weird sci-fi movies, if if you could draw a parallel to any movie with 2020, what would it be? Uh... <laughs> That's a tough one, I know. <laughs> um, any any of the apocalypse movies on Tubi? How about that? <sighs> Even that one we just looked at, yeah. Any so of that... them? All of them? All of the apocalyptic movies on Tubi? Or the show Rain? Which oh, I forgot about I never, that. It's a yeah, I never one. finished season one, but. Just the creepiness of that, how you couldn't even go outside, really. Mm-hmm. That's, that's 2020 right there. Yep. Yep. You can't go outside. If you get if you get rained on, you die. Right. And, and you even, get, yeah. And even if you, sneezed, huh? yeah. if you get sneezed on in 2020, you, you die. die. Exactly. And even in, in rain, even if you seem to be immune, if you have sex with someone who isn't immune, you wake up and that person is dead. And you're like, yeah. oh, can I get my virginity back? Can I get <laughs> a do-over? Life. Yeah, it's like, that's got to be rough. It's like, oh, what a lovely night. I lost my virginity. Oh, she's dead. Oh. Well, some guys will be like. Oh, don't. 
<laughs> okay. Terrible. I know. Yeah, terrible, that's a terrible. horror movie I don't want to watch. Oh, I don't want to see that either. I don't need to and, see that. And I also, also what comes to mind is the first Maze Runner. Because, you know, those kids were trapped. Mm-hmm. They couldn't go out. Yeah. That's 2020. Kids mm-hmm. trapped in the house. Can't leave. The boogeyman will get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, nothing to do. Can't even go to school, which in my day would have been awesome. I would have been like, oh, how sad. I can't go to school. <laughs> Well, our kids went back. So, they did? Yeah, we'll see how, how it goes. Is they, it? Yeah. Wearing masks, temperature checks. So far, so good. Is it like less kids in the classroom? Yes. Good. So, although when I do drop off in the morning, it doesn't look like less cars. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. doing it. Well, our kids are older too, so okay. but hopefully we'll we'll see how it works out. Yeah, I mean that's all we can do at this point, right? So yeah, I'm kind of I hate to say this, but part of me thinks it's inevitable. Let's just get it over with. Yeah, we got it. We got to do something. We got to start slowly stepping back into it, and I'm fine with that as long as we just slowly step back into it. So. But the really scary thing is, I saw an article that they found someone who did get COVID again, a second time. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, guy, I think he was in China. Okay. Yeah, and he went back, and he was he he had gotten deathly ill with it uh, before, uh-huh. recovered, and oh, I can't recall why he went back. He wasn't sick when he went back. I think they just wanted a testing, maybe. Uh-huh. And he tested positive for it again Dang. after recovering, testing negative. <sighs> then when he went back later, he tested positive. That so. Poor guy, like. Dang. Well, so, and I was watching this, it was on PBS um, World News. They were talking to a, a doctor, an epidemiologist, and he was he was asked, well, you know, we catch colds over and over again. Yeah. And he was saying something about, well, what's different is the cold virus changes mm-hmm. even while you have it. Oh. So you can always catch a cold over and over again because every time you catch a cold, chances are you're catching a very different cold than the one you had before. Okay. And the cold doesn't kill you. So, (laughs) so it's a big difference, big difference, big difference. And even the flu changes every year. I mean, yeah, there's different strains, but crazy times, crazy times. So you're also a writer. I am. What are you working on, Lola? I've been working on the same book for years. I hear that all the time from writers. <laughs> I'm on the third draft. So I finished the second draft. Yay. But I know I have to start over because I kept a spreadsheet of all the questions I had of things where I think I might have gotten mixed up or something. And the spreadsheet is like 156 line items Oof. of things. And like I missed an entire section. And it's a oh big section, too. So I have to go back and write that. And just little things where I think I got characters mixed up. And I'm like, didn't I have her at so-and-so's house? But I have her here now. So I have to go back and look at that. And I'm like, Ugh. and it just makes me so tired just thinking about it. I'm like, what's on 2B? Let's just watch 2B. <laughs> it's easy. So is this sci-fi, horror, or it is. romance? The funny thing, it was my friend Byer's idea. So he's the one who mm-hmm. came up with the idea. And he asked me to write it. So I'm writing it. Um, it's paranormal um, young adult. 
mm. which I've never done young adult. So paranormal. That reminds me of that, that series of movies. Did you ever watch those paranormal activities? Yes, I liked the first few ones, but they kind of got then they got ridiculous. Yeah, they were yeah. just trying too hard and it wasn't scary anymore. No. And speaking of I know I'm kind of jumping all over because, you know, I love me some scary movies. It just brought to mind. I keep seeing the Blair Witch Project, the original one, resurfacing. Oh. I think it's gaining popularity again. Well, what did you think about that? All right. you know, it was 20 years ago. So yeah. and they found found footage wasn't a thing for movies. That was I think right. that might have been the first one that really kicked it off. It was. Yeah. And so I was like, I saw it in the theater and I was like, they're camping. Okay. <laughs> but then they started to see the stick figures and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I started to kind of get the willies. I was like starting to get uncomfortable. And then, you know, the thing where like they're in the clubhouse or whatever it is, and they're like turning mm -hmm. around and it's like, oh. and then I was like, dang. Now I didn't get nauseous. Like some people, some people say they threw up. I'm like, Oh, please get over yourselves. But I, a, you know, I liked that movie a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. I remember when I I avoided it at first, especially when some of my friends had already seen it and they were kind of giving it away. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I was like, well, this looks stupid. So then I got a chance to watch it by myself and I actually really, really liked it. Okay. I, it's one of those scary movies where there wasn't stuff just jumping out to scare yeah. me. And I kind of like that. I like that creepy kind of scary stuff. So. Yeah, it felt like at first you're like, these are just friends camping. What's going on? Why am I watching this? Why did I yeah. pay five dollars or whatever? And and then things get creepy and you start to see stuff in the forest and you're like, Ooh. and then it birthed the whole genre of copycats. I know. Then, Twenty years and then later, it got ridiculous. They're yeah, still doing right. the copycats. It's like, but the best copycat of uh, found footage video. Is is still? It's actually uh oh, Cloverfield. I love Cloverfield. I've got that DVD. I love that movie so much. Absolutely, Such perfect, <laughs> perfect movie. Yes, because it's got alien monster, like like kaiju type monster. Yes, and you know it's scary and bloody, and and it has good character development. Yeah, wasn't starts that, at a party. Wasn't that Matt Reeves? Now that I'm thinking about it, I think that was Matt Reeves who who's done a bunch of stuff, including um, the Batman that's coming up. I think well, let's, he was. Let's, let's let's turn to the old Google and find out. Yeah, I think I you may be wrong. right. I think I'm right. Every once in a while, I'm right. <laughs> no, I think you're right more often than you give yourself credit for. And Drew uh, Goddard wrote it. I think he was involved in Joss Whedon's Angel. I remember correctly. So you know a lot more stuff about this than I do. Now you said yeah, who Matt, Matt Reeves. It sure yep. is. Yep. He went on to do um God. He's done so much stuff. The Superman movies, I believe. Um Man yeah. of Steel. Right. What yep. else has he done? He's done a ton of stuff. Oh, War for the Planet Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, he did Let Me In. That was a good one. That was good, yeah. That was good, yeah. So okay, I think I think this was the first thing that mainstream thing that he did, if I remember correctly. This is the first time I remember hearing about him. Yeah, I think it got him his uh, 
greatest recognition. Yeah, that's probably what. Yep. Yeah, because before then it was like Under Siege 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then from there, oh, yeah, The Batman 2021. He was on. Um, Did you watch Saturday? Did you watch um the DC? Um, what was it called? I forgot the name of it, but they're they're comic their paint their thing all day long no you didn't watch it no you didn't what watch was this one the dc comics their um dc fandrome i think it was called oh no i heard about it and the only thing i i got stuck um it's saturday i had to go out of town uh, uh, i had a funeral to I'm attend sorry. so okay. yeah so i didn't get to see that okay. but i did see the trailer for the, what's going on with Batman. So. It was really good. Now, yeah. I'm one of the ones I'm just tired of it. I mean, they keep churning through different Batman and I'm like, just stop it already. I'm tired. No more Batman. No more Batman. I've decided I was pretty much done after the Dark Knight series. Yeah, I feel like, like they can't do any better video. than that. Christopher Nolan, I, I just so feel like good. that's it. They, they're not going to get any better than that. So, um, so you got Michael Keaton, and then you have Christopher Nolan. I, I'm pretty much done. Now I am intrigued. Uh, they're they're finally working on the Flash. Supposedly, yeah. it may come out next year, mm-hmm. and it will explain Flashpoint and all that. Mm-hmm. The only thing that kind of upsets me about the Flash is because you know my sons and I we watched the series like oh, we've seen I every love single the episode. Yeah, me too. But. They did the thing that's kind of driving me crazy about all of the all the comic series that they're doing it now. It, it's like the writers get in a corner and then they go, oh, multiverse. Like they just explain yeah, everything away with like, multiverse. I'm like, no. It's the biggest cop out. They always do that. They do that in com- the comics too. They did that with the Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. I know. They killed Vulcan. Uh, like, well... So that's how they explain Spock being around. Oh, multiverse. I'm like, no, stop doing multiverse. It's too easy. Yeah. It's just like, no, it's just a cop out. I mean, they're still good. I still like them, but yeah, enough with the multiverse people. <laughs> well, I'm still confused. I don't, I must've been asleep or gone to the bathroom during this time, but in the, in the CW TV shows, all right, Star Girl is supposed to be Earth 2, from what I understand. But I don't know if we're spoiling, but at what point did the multiverse split again? Because it was one. Well, there was the crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. And that Spoiler. destroyed everything. A lot of them, a lot of the Earths were just wiped out. Yeah. But they slowly found a way to go back and fix some of them. They did. Okay. I. But not. I? Yeah. Not. Not really all of them. So that's how they ended up with getting um, Flash, Black Lightning, uh, Supergirl. Like mm-hmm. they all came together. They're all on this. Earth One. Yeah. But. But. <sighs> and that's the problem when you write something like that. When you're dealing with multiverses, you're still going to end up. With illogical conclusions, in my opinion, it's like you're gonna, either you're gonna destroy corner. everybody, kill everybody, or you're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got rid of Arrow, but 
whatever. But not really because he kind of lives on. Yeah, some kind of afterlife type thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Legends of Tomorrow is my favorite of the dub- the CW shows. I used to like You it. used to? You don't anymore? I don't... I. It started feeling like they were trying to make it too goofy. It is very goofy, but I love it. Yeah. You got Bebo, the giant, <laughs> you know. I love Bebo. And they've got all these themed well, episodes. Great. I don't know. They, they just started making it too silly for me. It is silly. It is absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Um, Nora Dark turned like into Barry Godman. Always like Constantine as a character. Mm-hmm. They they even made him pretty ridiculous after a while. I'm like, Constantine was, he, he was he was a badass. Yeah, he was a serious he was goofy. Now he did he's still pretty cutthroat. I mean, he like ate a heart or something just casually. Like, Bob's your uncle. I just ate a heart. Man, be Keanu Reeves as Constantine any day. Keanu Reeves is the best. I love Keanu Reeves. Why can't he be my boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> to be my boyfriend. Your boyfriend probably wants him to be his boyfriend too. So it's Keanu Reeves, yeah. It's Keanu Reeves. Who tells I mean, God, he's no so cool. Reeves. I mean, did you see the commercial for the new? Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my God, it's gonna be so awesome. So there are things to look forward to, and it's gonna be in theaters. Yeah, so. I don't know if I'm gonna be in a theater. I was just about to ask you, what do you think about that? I'm not ready. Uh, around here, and maybe where you are too, mm-hmm. there are theaters that are, have opened up, Ooh. and they're playing old movies yeah. for like 15 cents. I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not ready. I'm not ready. I don't want this COVID thing. I just don't over want Over a it. movie. Yeah, over a movie. Yeah. When A lot of them are going to be on demand too. So you know, yeah. you can rent them video on demand so i'd rather just rent it video on demand or wait till it comes out on something else and what's up with disney plus and mulan i don't know but i have disney plus um have they started i, oh, I love disney plus yeah. i love it i think it's great but 40 dollars is that how much they're gonna charge for ex- and it's something about you get exclusive access but for me, I, I have to ask, what does that even mean? Does that mean I get to download it and keep it? I hope you own it for $40. For $40? Yeah. Because, you know, eventually it's going to open up to everyone else who has Disney+. Yeah. Plus. So everyone who ran out and spent $40 for the exclusive premiere and exclusive access. And they don't have anything different anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not following for I it. already paid too much <laughs> money. We pay so much money. And we're going to try... We we still have another year or so left on our Comcast contract, but we're already paring mm-hmm. down. Um, we we put some of the stuff on like various Amazons and stuff, so we're probably still paying this right. amount of money. But we're trying to cut the cord a little bit at a time. Now I have to warn you, mm-hmm. and I I preface this to everyone who is considering it, and even when I wrote up my series about it back when I did it. Be careful going in with the mindset that you're going to save money. No, because it because chances are you're not. Mm-hmm. Well, what tends to happen is when for you you got to have internet access. Which cost? Your internet access alone, since it's not going to be bundled with a cable deal, that'll go up. 
dough is going to go up. That's one of the yeah. reasons we didn't do it for a long time because, you know, we also have the um, alarm system from Comcast. So if somebody's right. going to rob us, beware, we have an alarm. So we have that <laughs> too. So it's all part of a bundle. And I have no idea if we get rid of the cable, what's all that going to go to? You know, we may end up spending more right. money. Yeah. So what it came down for us anyway, it was more about choice of content mm -hmm. and having better control of what content was coming into our house yeah. in relation to what we wanted our children. That to makes see. sense. So for most people who are, you know, thinking about cord cutting, that's what I always tell them. Mm -hmm. Don't think about saving money because you probably won't anyway. Mm -hmm. And then some people make this mistake of they'll sign up for Netflix, then Disney plus, and then Hulu. HBO, HBO Max, Hulu, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Ripbox. And then they end up actually paying a little bit more than they were in the first place. We'll end up so. paying more because we, um, we put, um, we've got Disney plus and Hulu. And mm -hmm. we put HBO and Showtime with the Hulu. God only knows what that is. I don't know. That right. that comes out automatically. I just don't pay attention. I'm just like, just, just don't tell me. I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And so if we get rid of cable and get like Sling TV or something, that's probably $30. So yes. it's not going to be any better. And I always try to remind people there's a little channel that could call Philo. P-A-I-L-O, mm -hmm. $16 a month, mm -hmm. and you get your Hallmarks. I love Hallmark. Uh, I shouldn't, but yeah. I do. Okay. <laughs> oh, you should, especially around Christmas I time. Know. You get HGTV, Discovery, Science Channel. I love Science Channel. Okay, I'll check into that. $16 a month. All right, so. I can deal with that. Okay, that might be a winner. Well, Lola, this has been definitely yeah. a great hour. I'm so glad you're able to join me tonight. Me um, I just want to send a special shout out, thoughts and prayers to my friend Adam, uh, dealing with uh, tragedy in his family. You know, still thinking and praying about you, buddy. You know, just take your time. Don't worry about the show. It'll be here. And your salary wasn't affected. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Like, no, I don't know about so, that. So, yeah, you know, life, life gets in the way, but, you know, family always comes first. So, so, well, is there anything you wanted to? Dragon Con is virtual this year. So in a week and a half or so, you know, just tune in. It's going to be on, I think, YouTube, probably Facebook, all that stuff. And I'm going to be on a few panels. So get it. Get it and get on Dragon Con. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. All right, Lola, again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, well, joining me. Well, all of us, everyone, everyone watching. Everyone in the world. Everyone at DLive, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Mixcloud. Just, we just got connected with them over. It's more of a DJ channel. I don't know if you heard of this, but we stream to them, too. Because right, well, they also do podcasts. So. Hey, people. All right. And we stream live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, next week, maybe kind of a challenging show. It may be a little bit more political, but you may want to tune in because I'm going to have someone on who's going to stir up some things. Let's just that say that. sounds like fun. Let's get it. Come on. Let's fight. <laughs> let's fight. <laughs> All right, Lola, thanks a lot. You have a good night. Thank you, you too. Peace, and thanks for joining us again. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Voluntary Input. Be sure to catch us live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, DLive, and follow on Facebook to be sure to catch live airings and to view past episodes. And, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or if you would like to be a guest on Voluntary Input, we would love to hear from you. Please email voluntaryinput at gmail.com. That's voluntaryinput at gmail.com.